Does leaving your comfort zone scare you? Have you ever had a dream and at the last second you backed out because of fear? Have you ever said to yourself, I wish I could do that, but that's not me? In this week's episode, I will go into detail on my entrepreneurial journey in Australia and how leaving my comfort zone and sales were the scariest yet most rewarding things I have ever done in my life. Welcome to Real Time with Alex and welcome back to those that have listened to the trailer and the first week's episode. Now, the goal of this podcast is to motivate, inspire, and guide you to actually execute on living the life that you truly want. All right, so in the last episode, I gave you guys a bit of my story of how I got into traveling, how I left Canada at 19 years old to start my four-year travel journey. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, this episode will flow right into it from that last episode. All right, guys, let's get right into it. All right, so if you listened to last week's episode, you'll know how I stumbled upon this sales and entrepreneurial journey in Australia. So I'll explain what I did and kind of the journey leading up to where I started and me leaving Australia. So I stumbled upon this in June 2000 and I believe it was 16. Yeah, June 2016, I I had my first shift on the Saturday not shift, but I, I had my first sales day on Saturday and it was awful. I made zero dollars. All right. I was commission only and I worked with a dude who was like 35 or like 40. I forget his age. And I made zero dollars. And most people after that, they'd probably quit after making zero dollars working nine, 10 hours in a day. But I was like, fuck it. Let's do this. It's a cool challenge. I'm young. What could go wrong? So what I did, guys, I was a sales representative for HelloFresh. It's an online food delivery service. And when I heard of this product, I was like, fuck yeah, I believe in this. It's food, it's healthy, and it promotes healthy eating in families and in life. And I support that. So I'm like, okay, let's do this. Let's sell it. So what I did day in, day out, I I woke up from anywhere between 5.15 a.m. to 5.45 a.m. for probably two and a half years straight. I was in the office for 7 a.m. and I wouldn't get home until the earliest, probably 6 o'clock. Some nights, 7, 8, 9, maybe even 10, depending on how it went. So my days were long and I was I was grinding. I was committed to this sales thing. So after, when in the beginning, I was not the best. But after six weeks, I went on a road trip, a sales business trip, and I fucking smashed it. I've been kicking my ass for six weeks. And after six weeks, I finally made roughly, I forget the amount, I think it was around $1,000 in a day. And at that point, I knew, okay, sales is awesome. Let's do this. It's worth it. So about six weeks in, a month and a half in, I'm like, let's go. This is awesome. Money's awesome. I'm 19 years old. This is amazing. Let's keep going. So that's what I did. And eventually, I started to train people. I stayed because of the money in the beginning. It was cool making lots of money. But I stayed because the atmosphere of the office and everything, the culture, all of it was absolutely amazing. So eventually I found this guy and his name is Perry Preziusi. He is this Italian man. So after that sixth week, when I made about $1,000 in a day, 
I said, okay, I need to, I need to get to the next level. So I went to the person in the office that was making the most amount of money. And I said, Hey man, I'm looking for a place to stay. Can I live with you for maybe, you know, like a week or like a few days? And he, he was a nice guy. So he like, he's like, yeah, sure. No problem. So I went to his place and this guy has the most amazing energy. I'm going to get him on the podcast. So I'm just going to insert that here. He's going to be one of the interviewees that I will have on the show. His name's Perry Preziusi. So I moved into his house, right? He did not have a room for me. So I slept on his floor. Now, most people would be like, oh, I don't want to sleep on a floor. No, I'll just do something else. But I slept on his floor because I was committed to learning how this guy makes so much money and how he's such an awesome dude at the same time. And he has big biceps. He has a nice fucking gymnastic, gymnast body and gymnastic gymnast. Good job, Alex. That made sense. But gymnast body. And I looked up to him. So I, I, I stayed on his floor for probably one year. So my expenses for the week were like food, right? Like 50 to $100. So all I did was eat and live on this dude's floor. And we went to work together every single day. Now I stuck to this dude like glue and stayed with him for about a year. So I was working six to seven days a week, waking up at 5.30 a.m., just grinding my face off, trying to understand this business and sales thing. And that was the only focus I had for the longest time. All right. So once I continued that, that journey, I eventually started to get really good at selling. And I got invited to something called a top talent workshop. So at this workshop, it's all the best sales reps throughout the country and they fly into Sydney and we have an epic meeting. So at this meeting, I'm meeting all kinds of people, old, young, Australian, non-Australian, Canadian, American, and Europeans, just a variety of people. Now, I stumbled into a guy named Eric Bergen. Now, Eric Bergen, I will have him on the on the show as well. I want you guys to meet him. He is he is an amazing human being. So I met him and he was the first human ever in a professional setting to believe in me. Now, I used to work in Canada at a place called Mongo's Grill. All right, this was one of my first jobs. I wanted to grow so bad. I started up at like 16 years old. I was a dishwasher and I'm like, I want to grow. I want to grow. I want to grow. So I finally got promoted to, to grilling the food at this restaurant. All right, so I finally got promoted and then I became lead griller, which was amazing. Now, after I grew out of that position, I said, I went up to the manager and I said, man, I want to serve. I'm ready to grow. I know I can serve and I know I'd be fucking awesome at it. And they wouldn't let me serve. They wouldn't let me serve. So what did I do? I quit that job and I became a full-time bartender because they would not allow me to grow, which to me did not make sense in a company. I think growth is hugely important. If somebody wants to grow, let them grow. If they're energetic about growing and they want to learn, let them learn. All right. So Eric Bergen was one of the first people to believe in me. He said, man, that's amazing. You're 19 years old. You're you're the best sales rep. This is awesome. How do, you, how, do you, how do you do this? And he was the first person to take an interest in me. So Eric and I became very, very close after this, this workshop. And my birthday was coming up in September 2016. And I invited Eric over to my birthday dinner. Just last minute, kind of thought of him. We weren't super duper close then. I just felt like I needed to invite Eric. So I invited Eric over to the dinner and we were, we were chatting. And at this time, I was really getting into self-development and learning how to have more energy and just stuff, improving my health, etc. 
So at this time, I was looking into Tony Robbins. So I was watching his documentary on Netflix, I Am Not Your Guru. I was watching a lot of his YouTube videos and podcasts and everything like that. So at this time, I was super into that. And there was a seminar in Sydney called Unleash the Power Within UPW. Anyone who's been, you know it's amazing. And I heard the seminars coming up and I asked Eric how much it is. Eric's like, oh, it's like $1,200 or $1,300. And I was like, oh, that's too much. Oh my God. So my limiting beliefs came in and they started to say, that's too much money. I can't do it. I can't justify spending the money on that seminar. But at that time I could, I was making very good money and I was living on the floor, like spending no money a week and making lots from selling. So Eric's like, yeah, okay, I understand. So the dinner goes on, the dinner goes on. And I keep talking about, oh, I wish I could go to the seminar because Eric was going to attend it. And I was so jealous. And Eric just, Eric just stopped and Eric looked at me. He said, Alex, it's your birthday. I'll tell you what. Send me $600 right now, six or $700 right now. So it's about half the price of the ticket. And I will, I will give you a ticket for half price. And I said, you can't do that. That's like you spending $600 on me for my birthday. He said, no, I would, I would love to. It'd be my, it'd be my pleasure. So instantly I took out my phone. I, I transferred him the money straight away without even thinking. And next thing you know, I'm going to this seminar called UBW. All right, little did I know at the seminar, you walk on fire. I didn't realize that until after I paid him. So <laughs> that was pretty interesting finding that out. Anyways, so the seminar comes up on the Thursday, a few days after that dinner, and we get in line and I'm just super confused. I'm a 19-year-old guy or 20-year-old guy now after my birthday, and I'm getting in line for this big Tony Robbins seminar in Sydney. So I meet Eric in line and he says... Also, I have another surprise for you, Alex. And I said, another surprise, man. Like, you've already paid half, half of my ticket. Like, what's going on here? So I get in line. Eric looks at me, takes out his wallet, and he has $600 cash, the exact amount of money that I transferred him in his wallet, and he gives it back. And he said, this is on me. I will pay for the entire seminar. And... I, I was shocked. Somebody that I barely knew was spending $1,200 or whatever the price was at the time on me for no reason. I'd, at that time, I did not understand that. This was about four years ago. And I was super confused yet super grateful at the same time. And I was just emotional. I said, why, why would someone do this for me? Like, I don't, no one's ever done this for me, for me before. This is amazing. So we get into the seminar and it's a four-day seminar. I'm not going to go into detail on it, but you walk on fire and you it's called Unleash the Power Within. So it's pretty wild. Now, after this seminar, it, it, it changed my life. I literally have never felt more powerful, more energy, more passionate about life ever. So after this seminar, after that seminar, four days long, I go back to work and the next week I doubled my income. I was so excited. I was, had so much energy, I doubled my income and eventually it was tripled. So that was the beginning of my Tony Robbins journey. And I need to add something as well. So at that seminar, I had about $10,095 in my bank account. I remember it exactly, $10,095 in my bank account. And at this seminar, they offer a big seminar package. I'll go into detail on this on another episode and what the seminars and 
whatever I learned from them, et cetera. But I'll keep it simple for this one. So there was a package. It was $10,000. And I had $10,095 in my bank account. And I was like, this is an amazing environment. This is life-changing. You know, it just feels right to get, I, I want this package. But I said, you know what, Alex, go home, sleep on it. And if you feel the same the next day, then go ahead and, and buy it. So at this time, I was kind of scared because if I bought it, I would only have $95 left over, which is kind of scary. You're across the world and you're, and you're you know, you only have $95 left. So I went to bed that night. I woke up the next day and I still felt the same. So I'm like, okay, well, all right, maybe I messaged my dad. So I messaged my dad. I'm like, hey, dad, can I borrow a bit of money? He says, no. I messaged my mom. She says, no. I messaged my brother. She says, no. I mean, he says, no. Sorry, Connor. <laughs> he says, no. So I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm going to do it. This feels right. I'm going to do it. So I spent $10,000 leaving me with $95 to my name in Australia. So I bought the package and I was on my way. So I committed fully to this thing. After that seminar, I, yeah, I made a lot more money. And I eventually, a few months later, I broke the worldwide HelloFresh sales record for the most sales done in one week and the most sales done in two weeks. And at that point, sales was fun, but I wanted to do more. So eventually, I started to train others, you know, manage teams and lead business trips, speak at a few conferences, go on trips, win prizes, blah, 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 all the, all the, the rewards of, of business. And at this time, again, I was about 20 years old. So I had no financial experience. So I started to buy probably not the most intelligent things, I would, I, would, I would say, or the most wise things. So I was buying suits, the best Apple Watch, all this stuff. I just wanted to spend the money that I was making. I didn't know anything about investing at the time or, or what to do with money. I was just spending it and pretending that I was saving it. So in 2017, I took a lot of holidays and... I don't regret it, but I lost momentum. I lost, I lost the business momentum. I lost the energy momentum. I went to a music festival in Las Vegas. It was an awesome time, but uh, I got my whole bag stolen from me, and that kind of hurt me. You know, I got everything stolen: my brand new phone, my brand new uh, GoPro. Everything was stolen from me, and I would I would spend money on anything, knowing that I would I would make more eventually. So. I kind of lost a bit of momentum, but in July 2017, when I got back from all those holidays to Canada and America and whatever, I said, you know what? I'm going all in. So this is July 2017. I said, I'm going to go hard as I've ever gone before in my entire life for these next six months. So I was working six, seven days a week, doing everything I can to grow and, and get the business going. So after going all in for half a year, in around the new year, I think it was December or January, HelloFresh was starting to deliver their food to the west side of Australia. So there was an opening to open up an office and kind of run your own company on the west side of Australia. So I knew that opportunity was coming up. So I think in the new year, 2018, I got approached by the owner of the company. And he said, Alex, look, you've been working for me for two years. I know that you're ready. I know that you have the knowledge, the business skills, everything, the sales skills, blah, blah, blah. I know that you have it. Do you want to move and open up your own office? And before I even thought about anything, I, my body was already saying yes. So he asked me and I said yes straight away because that's what I've been working for. For two years, I've been working my ass off to eventually be the owner uh, and, and running the company. So I said yes in around, I think it was January or February. 
So I said yes to the opportunity without knowing any how. How to run the company, how is it going to work, where am I going to live, any of that. I just knew that I needed to say yes, and I would figure out the rest later. So I had probably about two to three months, if that, to figure out how to run a company. So I was glued to the owner of the company, learning every in and out of how to run a business. So at the end of April 2018, I moved from Sydney, Australia to Perth, Australia with my a few of my sales team and also my ex-girlfriend was working for me at that time as well. So I opened up that office from the ground up and we were off. Now, this time was the most challenging time of my life. I had just entered a new relationship. I was running a company, leading myself and others. And at the same time, I was missing the life that I built in Sydney, the friends that I've made, you know, my apartment that I designed. And of course, you know, I was missing my family back in Canada as well. But I knew that I need to stay emotionally strong and this is what I wanted. So I went through all the ups and downs of building a company. I had many challenges in my relationship. And in the business, I was putting out fires left and right. And it it was lonelier than I thought it would be at the top. So in Sydney, I was like the number two, number three guy in the company. But in, in Perth, it was just me. And I was four hour flight away from Sydney. So I needed to figure everything out for myself. And at that time, my ex-girlfriend left and she went traveling for two months while I stayed back and ran the company. So she went to visit her family or whatever. So that was that was challenging as well. So after running the company, I moved to Perth in April and eventually I'm like, okay, all right, I don't want to burn out or anything like that. I know it's time for a little holiday. So I took about 10 days off. I left the company behind to someone in charge and I met my ex-girlfriend in Bali and Bali was the most incredible experience ever. If you haven't been to Bali, I highly suggest it. So after Bali, we went back to Perth together, my ex-girlfriend and I, and she was still unhappy because she left her life in Sydney uh, I mean, that was her choice, but she left her life in Sydney and she missed her friends and she missed, you know, the, the Sydney life. Now, at this time, it was obviously challenging me f- for me to hear that because I've been working my ass off for two years to get this opportunity. But at the same time, I was I was in love. So I'm like, OK, this is uh, this is challenging. So we talked it out and eventually we agreed. She was she was amazing at sales as well and and training and all that. So eventually we agreed to splitting the profit of the company 50-50. And I didn't have a problem with that. You know, money, money's money. And I, I wasn't running the business for the money anyway. I was running it because that's what I wanted to do. So we split the profit 50-50. And we did that for about, I think, a month or so. And she was still unhappy. So we we sat down again and I said, okay, what what should we do here? And I had the most difficult decision of my entire life I had to make. I had to choose love or business, money, and potential success. So after long thinking, meditation, journaling, I decided to exit the business and go traveling around the world with my ex. So I saved a lot of money and we grinded it out for another month or two. And it was a tough choice. You know, I was in love, but I was also in the business. And I was, that was my first, you know, time running a company. And that's what I've been working two years for. So, and I'll, and for the next year, I mean, I don't want to talk numbers, but this is just an example of how hard this decision was. I was on target to make a bare minimum a hundred thousand dollars next year. 
bare minimum, all the way up to $200,000, depending on how the company went. And I was in a flow. I, I knew I was going to hit the 150000 at, at least. And I was leaving that behind. And, and, you know, I told my family, I told my friends, and, and they found it hard to believe. No one really understood why I did that. And to this day, I still don't have any regrets because I thought very, very hard, is this the right decision to make? And I would regret, I would regret not pursuing love and choosing the business. You know, you can always make more money and you can always go out and, and, and yeah, find a job and make money, whatever. So I chose the love and it wasn't a regret. Now, so we did that and I saved up probably, I saved up a lot of money. So we decided to leave Australia October 31st, 2018. So that was the end of my entrepreneurial journey in Australia. Now, after that journey ended, we went to Thailand, Laos, Vietnam, and eventually we had a very tough choice because she was running extremely low on money and I had a bit more saved than her. Than her and I said, yeah, look, I'd, I'll, I'll help you with the travels and I'll pay for some of your travels, but I'm not going to pay for everything. So it was either we go to Canada or Norway. And I just thought, okay, well, Norway has a better minimum wage and I've never been there. So let's choose Norway. So after that Southeast Asia trip in Hanoi in Vietnam, we figured out that in order to apply, in order for me to apply for a residence permit in Norway, I need to apply in person in Canada. And this was like at the beginning of our Southeast Asia journey. And I was kind of upset because, you know, I was super excited to explore Vietnam and different countries, but we had to cut it short because she was almost out of money. So after that, I had to fly back to Canada with her and we drove all the way from Vancouver, which is the West coast of Canada, all the way to my beautiful hometown of Winnipeg. So that's around, I think a 30 hour drive. And so I did that. I applied for the residence permit in Norway. And again, in another podcast, I'll go into detail on my experience in Norway. And we got back to Winnipeg and I'm not even joking, guys. You're not going to believe this. It was minus 58 with the wind chill in Winnipeg. And I'm like, all right, uh, yeah, we're not staying here. So let's go to Mexico. <laughs> let's go to Mexico and stay warm until my residence permit in Norway gets accepted, which takes around three months. So we just went to Mexico and literally just lived on the beach for about a month. And I know this sounds really bad, but we did get bored doing nothing in Mexico and we didn't have money to spend. So we're just sitting on the beach in Mexico, hanging out. But eventually we got, we got bored of that. You know, you, you need something to do. So I said, all right, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? So we flew to uh, Den <laughs> we flew to Copenhagen. We drove from Denmark. And we drove from Copenhagen, Denmark, all the way through Sweden, all the way to Norway. And I kind of entered Norway uh, without them knowing. But uh, I don't know if I can say this on the podcast. So anyway, I'll explain what happened after that in another episode. It's not the time for that. Now, that was the beginning of a new chapter for me. I was so used to business wearing a suit, sales, that I went straight from business, straight into backpacking, straight into moving to another country. Now, going from go, 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 go every single day to just relaxing in Mexico, relaxing in Norway, that, that was difficult for me because as a man, I need something to do. I need a purpose. I need a mission. Men out there, I'm sure you understand. So in explaining my journey, guys, I want you to think about that and and think about your own life as well and, and the struggles that you're going through and the struggles that you that you overcame. Because if there's no problems, 
in life, then is that really living? There, there's always going to be problems. It just depends on your mindset coming into that problem. So I'll go over three things that I that I learned from leaving my comfort zone and three things that sales that I learned from sales. So how did leaving my comfort zone change my life? So all of my growth came from being outside of my comfort zone. All of it, whether it was, it was getting on that plane to Australia, staying in a hostel for the first time, working on a banana farm, scuba diving, skydiving, meeting new people, working as a direct sales rep, whatever it may be, it all started with the decision to consciously leave my comfort zone. Consciously leave my comfort zone. So number one, all my growth came from leaving my comfort zone. Number two. Now I heard this quote one time and the quote is this. Write this down if you're sitting or just remember it in your brain. The quality of your life is directly related to the amount of uncertainty and variety you can comfortably live with. So the quality of your life is directly related to the amount of uncertainty and variety you can comfortably live with. So the more I left my comfort zone, the amount of uncertainty and variety I could live with slowly started to rise along with my quality and my fulfillment in life. So number two, what I learned was get out of the comfort zone, learn to be comfortable with variety and uncertainty. It's okay. Number three of how leaving my comfort zone changed my life. It gave me more opportunities and allowed me to do things I could have never thought possible before. It gave me the chance to make more money, meet more people, experience more of life, and even run a company at 21 years old. It was scary at first. Believe me, I was scared on this journey, getting on that plane, leaving my life in Sydney behind. I was scared shitless. But what I've learned to do is follow the fear. Follow what makes you uncomfortable. You'll train the muscle of emotional courage and eventually it won't become so scary to do things anymore. So in the beginning, it was scary. In the middle, it was super confusing. I, I wasn't sure if it was the right thing, but in the end, it was worth it. So number three, it gave me more opportunities and allowed me to do things I could never do before. Now, how did sales change my life? How did sales change my life? Number one, it allowed me to understand and relate with all types of people around the world. I developed the skill to build rapport and a relationship with strangers. No matter the age, ethnicity, background, gender, it's possible to connect with anybody. Number two, living on commission only for two and a half years definitely put a fire up my ass. That an hourly job just could not. It took my time management skills to the next level. Whether I made $0 in a day or my best day of making $1,500 in a day, sales taught me how to manage my emotions and remain positive no matter what was happening in the real world. Number three, I learned that not all salespeople are selfish assholes. It is possible to be a great salesperson and be a great human being at the same time. I know, who would have thought? It gave me the opportunity. Sales gave me the opportunity to be my true authentic self 
and actually care about the other person that I wanted to buy the product. If I truly cared for what that person wanted and needed, I could make the sale. The second I worried about myself and I was selling to them for my reason, they could feel it and they would not buy from me. So there it is. Three reasons how leaving my comfort zone and how sales changed my life. All right, guys, that is it for this week's episode. And I have one question for you. And that is, what did you take away and learn from this episode? What is one piece of information you took away and found valuable from this episode? I would love to know. I want to improve each and every single week. Feel free to reach out on Instagram. It's Alex underscore Normandin. I'll put it in the description. I would love to hear your feedback. And if there's any subjects that you'd like me to cover, I am more than open to it. So send that in on at Alex underscore Normandin on Instagram, and I will add it to the list. Now, as always, guys, I do this podcast for you. All right. I don't get paid for this. I do it because I love it. And I want to share my story so it can inspire, inspire and motivate you guys in some way. Now, all I ask of you guys is if you enjoyed this episode, share it with one person minimum, whether that's a friend, family, if you enjoyed it and found it valuable, please share it with somebody else. All right. And if you guys could leave a review wherever you're listening, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, please leave a review and subscribe if that's your thing. So that is it, guys. This has been Real Time with Alex, and I am so looking forward to my next episode on Monday. New episodes every single Monday, and I can't wait to get to the next one. All right, guys, that is it. Ciao.